0: We continue to have a conversation on the broad topic of communication in marriage. Communication key to experiencing oneness in any relationship. And so as we share a message of hope, uh, we pray that the conversation we have is relevant. We know that uh, many couples are working to improve on their skill of communication. And maybe you feel like things are good in marriage, but you can always be better. And some of you are feeling like we don't understand each other at all. And so we really hope that our conversation provides uh, hope and relevance to a skill that is so important to continue to cultivate in each one of our individual lives that then transfers over into our marriage. If we don't get it right at home, we're not gonna get it right anywhere. So let's Mm -hmm. prioritize that and let's get into this conversation.
1: What started as a question, God, you created marriage, can you make it work? Soon became a statement, God, you created marriage, you can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships, and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. We want to welcome you to another episode of Christian Family Life here at the table with my wife, Susie.
0: Hello.
1: I'm Gio. And then our very good friends of many years, mm-hmm. Rolando Alberto Martinez Conde. Hola. Yeah. Hola, Giraldo. And Tamilin <laughs> Martinez. I don't
2: know if you're going to remember.
0: <laughs> yep. Hey. Hey, we got to be closing in on
1: the number 100. We are getting close. We're getting close. Yeah. This right here is going to be episode number. Ninety-eight. Oh man! Wow. Get the ready mess. for
3: a party. Shh. <laughs> so, ooh,
1: I love parties. <laughs> Say it again. So, if you are from uh, the area that we are here in, the Mooresville area, Molesville. we we usually celebrate the milestones at a place called Epic. Ooh. So I'm just putting it out That's there. Get the in a family <laughs> celebration <laughs> spot. <laughs> and so it'll be an epic party at Epic. Mm-hmm. But man, we're so glad that you are listening in on um, the podcast. And as you have been going along this journey with us, just touching on different topics that help us with navigating marriages and navigating mm-hmm. our personal marriages and understanding that there's things that we're going to share that, may hit right at home. And there may be things that say, well, we're not necessarily dealing with that. But what I find when it comes to communication and conflict, it's always going to come around at some point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, When we talk about reflecting the image of God as one of the key purposes that God brings a husband and wife together, you can be assured it's going to be conflict that's going to try to disrupt that. And so that's what we want to challenge, or challenge each other today. And as we talk through this is how do we navigate this conflict to bring us to that intimacy of loving each other the way God has loved us and forgiven us. Mm-hmm. And so I want to open up with this, with this question. Are you a yeller? Are you a stuffer? Are you a door slammer when it comes to fighting and arguing? Ready? Go. Suze. Stuffer. So you just stay quiet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I can attest to that. We
3: were not allowed to fight in my home. When I grew up. <laughs> I don't think I ever heard one door slam. You did not. Really? You did not argue with him? What? Brother. Not really. No. There's four years between us, so yeah. there's a little bit of distance. Yeah. Um, I mean, he made me mad a right. lot, but right. then he would make me laugh, so yeah. I wouldn't go tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we didn't. We yeah, Stuffer for sure. All right, Tammy. Um, stuffer until
2: I can no longer stuff anymore and then I blow. <laughs> so that would be me. Passive. Aggra- I definitely have a passive, passive aggressiveness okay. to me.
0: I don't know if I would agree with that. No? Uh, no, I think you handle things yeah. properly all the time. No. <laughs>
1: Roland, what about you? I don't
0: know Tammy. what am I? <laughs>
3: Dangerous. <laughs>
0: Dangerous. <laughs> Dangerous. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm Susie, gonna answer his. Susie and, okay. gonna,
1: Susie and I are gonna go into counseling mode right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to play out a fight right now? <laughs> you can coach us through. Can coach you through. Uh,
1: I'll say
0: that definitely the the tendency would be to just let it out yeah. and make sure that I identify ways to mm-hmm. communicate. That I'm fru- I'm frustrated and I'm and I'm unhappy, mm. and so if it means slam a door, or, you know, do something like, I'm I'm mad right now, uh, but it, but it, but interestingly enough, I think we do need to say that it looks different today mm. than it did a long time ago. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> yes, I would definitely say that. You yeah. know, the Lord has changed us. I mean, Most. my
1: Oakleys don't get thrown out yeah. the door.
2: <laughs> that was one time. <laughs>
1: Do you have you punched? When was the last time you punched a hole in the wall? Oh my goodness, like I literally can't remember the last time.
2: <laughs> I don't think, no, he has not punched a hole in the wall, but he has slammed a van door to where the, the glass shattered. Oh
0: gosh, you're going way, <laughs> way back.
2: And, and that was, you know, and then he sent me, <laughs> this was his next mistake, he sent me to the window shop to get it replaced, and it was this dark. Kind of garage, I really couldn't tell. And the guy said to me, "You know, the tint is a little bit different." <laughs> Looked totally the same to me. I'm like, "It's fine, we'll go with it." And it was different. Uh, so and so th- Roland had to look at that
3: different tint.
0: <laughs> so, so thankfully, was that
3: in the the Green Quest? Green,
0: the Green. The it Green class. Our first. It was a, con- it was a constant was so reminder of when the- you got that. <laughs> I was like, "They have I arrived." Know. Oh I man, it was a 1996. Like emerald green yep. <laughs> Nissan yeah, Quest with the gold lettering. So the GXE was gold and the right. gold Nissan. <laughs> oh, way to slip and the GXE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't the XE. It was the GXE.
2: And we were we had one child at the time, <laughs> so necessary. But
0: and um, I had to slam the th- and and it was that tempered glass, and so I throw that door and then. <gasps> Why? And you can't take it back. And then, the, and then the darker tint made you remember it every time. <laughs> no. And Tammy goes in with a smile on her face, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's what you get. <laughs> what oh about man. you, G? What are you? Oof! I was hoping that we were. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, yes, you right? were ready to go to the next yeah, question, weren't you, were. Anna? <laughs> were yeah, well, um, I'm. I'm. Uh, I try to manipulate in the argument, in the fight, to get my mm-hmm. way, and I. I do get loud, mm-hmm. and so early on that was that was tough because I was used to always fighting with my parents, with my brothers. Mm-hmm. So opposite of Susie, there was always arguing in the house. So you, you almost became like your own lawyer. You know, mm-hmm. you were like, I gotta fight for myself. So when Susie and I would get into arguments, she wouldn't fight back, and that made me even more upset. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to we're going to duke this out.
3: To me it was futile. Like why why argue? Why not just sit down
1: and figure the problem out?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because you wouldn't sit down and talk. You would keep it to yourself. Um, true. And so I would have to yell at you to get it out. And then you wouldn't yell back. So mm-hmm. But I think we all have different styles, right? Mhm. Different ways that maybe it's uh, the way we grew up and the way we saw our parents do different things. and um, mm-hmm. But I go back to that intimacy thought, is if our marriage truly is to reflect the image of God and to reproduce a godly heritage and to reign in spiritual warfare, those are elements from God that create for us an intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the reflecting is that emotional intimacy, the reproducing is the physical intimacy, and then reigning is a spiritual intimacy. That God desires from us, not not mm-hmm. necessarily just for us to get along, but for a greater purpose, which is ultimately to point people towards him. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the goal, and that's God's original intent, don't you think conflict is going to be a part of Satan's f- scheme mm-hmm. and his plan? And not, so, sure. not to You know, shouldn't be shocked about it, but know that it's going to be there.
3: Who was it that said i don't i it might have been tim keller but i'm not sure that oh my
2: goodness i just read that today and i was like yeah well i'll go ahead and finish
3: so the thought was marriage is not for our happiness but for our holiness Mm -hmm. gary thomas okay i knew you would know it and then which then leads to happiness Mm -hmm. but the goal is not happiness Mm-hmm. And I think when we make happiness the goal, we fall short. Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why, what happened. And when that was never intended to be the goal, it's not for our happiness. That's right.
1: But our happiness is within there and the joy that comes from that when we do things God's way. Because mm-hmm. when we're doing it ourselves in our way, it causes the, the friction.
2: Yeah. You know that um, I heard some interesting things about sheep the other day. Mm. And, you know, we are <laughs> sheep. Right. Thank you. <laughs> the sound effect um that sheep there are so many things about sheep well first we've always heard that sheep are dumb right that's why you know that's what we are we're sheep but really the sheep need the shepherd they are they do not have claws they cannot defend themselves they will follow the crowd off a cliff if a hundred sheep are going in, off a cliff they all of them will follow hmm. and they need the Shepherd to guide them but I think oftentimes you know when we are I mean and we always we always talk about you know, our, our walk with God. And if we're independent of God, if we are not being led by the shepherd and staying tethered to the shepherd, staying close to the shepherd, then we're, we're going off in our own way and not, and not being led and guided. But, um, so many interesting things and right now they're not, they're not coming to me. There's other things about sheep that I heard, but I just, you know, I love, I love that, um, the psalm 23 tells us that you know he he leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake and i think that in marriage you know what is that what does that look like you know when we kind of apply the lord um the lord's no the golly psalm 23 anyway but how do we how we apply and how the lord leads us in that moment so we're in conflict with our spouse and 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 in that moment are we independent of god are we are we saying things independent of you know are we just going off on our own and and that's oftentimes what's happening and uh, we know that that god leads us to the in the path of righteousness he he um uh, what is the other?
0: He leads us to still waters.
2: He leads us beside the still waters, which does not mean like sheep are very fearful, just naturally. And so if the water's rushing too much, they don't. So it's not necessarily that it's stagnant water, but it's another thing I found out. It's coming to me. Thank you for that. But it just kind of, it's a it's kind of a, 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 a slow flow, I guess, mm-hmm. where they are more comfortable. Um, but I just think that like, I think that we... We need to rec- we, we we need to recognize when we're working independent of the Lord and we're doing things, and then when we're independent, God God puts our spouse in our life for a reason um, with all their flaws <laughs> mm-hmm. and all our flaws. Somehow, God God uses it, you know. Somehow, and <laughs> and and makes us better. And and He's, I mean, I just I just think that it's it's um, anyway.
0: Well, it paints a neat picture to consider Psalm 23. If we if we read it through the lens of <clears throat> the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want, right? Mm-hmm. He makes us to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Mm-hmm. And so you take each of those elements and you think, okay, I find that in the Lord. And if I find that in the Lord, then I have, I have the capacity to offer that as well. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> what happens with a poor communication style or an inability to cultivate the skill of communication we we don't restore the soul it it it's not still waters it's not green pastures it's not my cup runs over but it's but it's the antithesis of all of that and so when there's poor communication skills there's disorder and there's chaos and there's a lack of understanding and that's why sadly I'm I'm sure there's someone out there listening right now that going, oh my goodness, that that is what we're experiencing in our marriage right now. And it doesn't seem like we're going to be able to unravel this thing. And that's exactly why we have the conversation. Because I think first we need that. We need to paint that picture. Mm -hmm. What's our purpose? Reflect the image of God. Well, well, give me some things to, to hang on to. Can, can you expand on that visual a little bit? And I think that Psalm 23 does a great job when we think about what a relationship with the Lord offers and how we should be a reflection of that a little bit of heaven on earth, so to speak.
3: That's good. And I think in there, Tammy, you talked about, you know, the, the one verse, he leads us in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Mm-hmm. I would call marriage a path of righteousness. Not the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> 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 that's, that's sometimes. Some days. <laughs> oh gosh, sometimes in the same day. Um, but yeah, but but if you take that verse, <laughs> he leaves us in the path of righteousness. Mm-hmm. Why? For mm-hmm. his sake. That's mm-hmm. right. It's not for us. And I I that's just think that life. when we have the wrong focus of marriage, mm-hmm. then we're going to be disappointed. When we have the right focus, then the satisfaction comes. I think I think one of the most disheartening texts that I, I have ever received is just one that says, and I've received it multiple times in dealing with people, it's just the one that says, I don't think I can do this anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I just, I don't think I can live like this anymore. And there's a part of me that says, okay, yes, that's true. What are you going to do to change? How are you going to seek the Holy Spirit in your life? And Mm -hmm. communication happens to be a huge part of that. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about it.
1: Well, I think that when we talk about, you know, there's a lot of books on there on marriage and we talk about the five love languages. And one of the statements that often I'm reminded of is you've got a love language. Your spouse has a love language, but you need to love your spouse based on their love language. Um, I don't know, maybe this is a book we can write someday, but what about um, navigating conflict and our styles? And we that's how we opened this whole podcast up. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with conflict? Well, I'm, I'm a stuffer. I don't really communicate. Or I'm i am a yeller. Or I'm whatever. Well, there's, there is a right way to do it, and I think Scripture teaches us in that. We'll talk a little bit about that. But, but I think part of it is um, humbling ourselves enough, and I think, Roland, you may have mentioned this already, humbling ourselves enough to hear the heart of our spouse like mm-hmm. like really listen not just a token well i listen now it's my turn or listening to already formulate a response on your end or listening with a critical spirit because it's going to make you more upset to mm-hmm. you know if if you're the anger person to like, okay, as soon as they're done, I'm going to have the right now to yell because they don't see it my way. Mm-hmm. But but beginning the process of truly understanding our spouse, are they a stuffer? If I'm not a stuffer, but I can recognize it in my spouse, creating a lane for Susie to have that conversation that leads us to a place where we can collaborate and we can come to a resolution rather than seeing it only from my lens and not being able to to open and Tammy you were when we were discussing this and preparing for this podcast you brought up James chapter 4 mm-hmm. um as one of the texts and I think that fits in this because the the process of a lot of conflict mm. is we're only thinking about ourselves in it and That's so you,
2: right let you, me read it yeah so James four, one through four, what is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members? You lust and do not have, so you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Um, you adulteresses, do not do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And I know that those are some strong words in that passage, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know, anytime that, you know, we're, we're following the world. It's, I mean, when, I mean, what did, what, why is the book of Hosea in the Bible? God is making a point that you know, my people are running off and, and not, staying close to me and not worshiping me and worshiping things other other idols or or things in this world but you know we i'm i i'm really guilty of discluding myself when i read a portion of scripture like this <laughs> like oh that's not me i'm not gonna commit murder i'm not gonna commit adultery you know but but it is that it's the same thing when we are when we are going it alone and we are independent of god and we are not you know we're 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 following after worthless idols. And yeah, anyway, if you
0: want to. We constantly battle our will. And, and this does, hopefully what's happening in this conversation is if, if healthy communication and frankly, even healthy conflict was modeled for you, then a lot of this resonates. If it wasn't, then this resonates from the standpoint of, oh, oh wow, it needs to change. But <clears throat> there is a self will involved that we have to surrender to the Lord's will and the Lord's will is for there to be intimacy in your marriage. Intimacy that means there's peace in your marriage. Intimacy that means there's understanding in your marriage. Intimacy that means that there are positive interactions with your spouse, uh, emotionally, verbally, physically you have positive interactions because here's what you can't deny. If you didn't have positive interactions with your spouse at some point, then chances are, I mean, there might be exceptions out there, but you probably wouldn't have gotten married mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point in your relationship. There was this deep connection that led you to decide, okay, we want to spend the rest of our lives together. Mm-hmm. And then at some point this maybe a potential, you know, the proverbial flip was switched and it really became about your will and what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's what Genesis 3 introduced. Because up until Adam and Eve disobeyed, there was one will mm-hmm. at play and it was okay. God's will. Adam and Eve disobey, and it's not an introduction of one will, it's an introduction of, <laughs> of many wills. Mm-hmm that, uh, that we, need to, we need to be able to put aside mm-hmm. to be able to have healthy communication skills. And, and I think part of, part of communi- healthy communication skills is being willing to listen and, 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 and then articulate things that, that we need and, and want but at the same time willing to let them go.
3: So I think this idea of conflict because we were building the triangle um, Yeah, the triangle. And it was at the base of the triangle was emotional health. Then on top of that was communication. Then on top of that was conflict, which ideally would lead to intimacy. But your conflict has to be productive to lead to intimacy. It can't just be air air it out Mm -hmm. get it off your chest have the fight it has to be productive and i think there's a few things that we're going to be able to offer you today before this podcast is over that will help you maybe just just bring some clarity in your mind i think when you talk about conflict you have to realize that there are maybe two different kinds of perpetual and solvable because not all conflict is solvable Some things are just going, they're just going to be there and, and you're not going to be able to remove that from your marriage. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and again, when you pile in all the things that you believe about scripture and you believe about marriage, you believe that God is able to use that for refining in your life. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I think, I think sometimes we put in so much effort to solve the perpetual and it's like it's just disappointment after disappointment. I know Rome before we started recording, you talked about the tension. There's an unhealthy and a healthy tension in marriage. And and what what did you say determined that?
0: The <clears throat> the difference between healthy tension and unhealthy tension, the posture of the heart is one way to determine if the tension that you're experiencing in your marriage is healthy or unhealthy. In Matthew, when Jesus is asked about grounds for divorce and adultery is given as grounds for divorce, but Jesus adds to that. Mm-hmm. He, he bookends the fact that there is an allowance for divorce in adultery. He says, but that was written because of the hardness of your heart. So really, the the so long before a couple divorces, long before uh, tension becomes incredibly unhealthy, and there's chaos and crisis in your relationship, there was there was a hardness of heart towards your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't live like this. Uh, the text that you have referred to that we've all gotten. I don't know how much longer I can take it a hopelessness that they'll never change as if the work that the Holy Spirit did in your life is unique to you Mm -hmm. and that the Holy Spirit can't work in their life. And here's the thing is, I mean, not to get overly theological, but the more forgiveness we experience, then the more forgiveness that we're able to offer, hey, I get it. I know that there's people out there where legitimately, uh, I mean, I spoke to someone recently, and their story was uh, that their spouse was away on a trip, and they met another person, and here's the thing, is the story I'm telling you is not a story we've heard one time. Mm -hmm. And it's also not a story that's gender specific. No. Because it could easily be the male or the female who's been on the side of betrayal. So, so we, we validate the, the emotions and the feelings and all of the different ways that sadly chaos mm-hmm. and, um, and crisis work their way into a marriage. Uh, but, but at some point the posture of the heart shifted mm-hmm. and there wasn't a tenderness towards each other that there wasn't a desire to put my desires aside and understand what the other person's desires are. And, and how can we make each other better? How can we complement each other? Mm. What needs to happen in our communication style? How do we cultivate this skill where we're communicating in a way where there's peace, where we're understanding each other, where my heart remains tender? Because here's where there's gonna be conflict is and and frankly it's good like I know for Tammy and I Tammy and I see things differently so differently but I'm really really thankful for that and and every day when when we voice our differing opinions we can find ourselves really really thankful like I'm 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 actually really glad that she doesn't see it the way that I do
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Won't just be more like me then and be easier. I'm just <laughs> how about I be
2: more like you? Jesus? Like me so much, A.K.A. <laughs> <K. A>. Tammy.
1: Oh <laughs> well, uh, man. As we as we talk about that, the the lanes for healthy communication, we have to, I think, identify mm-hmm. what our style is, and that's why we started off. Like, how do you deal with your conflict? Mm-hmm. And some of you said stuffer, and some of you said I'm a I'm a wall breaker and a car yeah. slam door slammer and uh, <laughs> all the things Roland does, you know, a wall um, breaker. <laughs> <laughs> <got that. laughs> but, but here, here are some things that in our time of counseling with people and, and studying and, and just what people deal with and, and maybe this will identify you. And then we want to just kind of close it out with what is, what does healthy look like to lead you to that intimacy that we uh, we think God wants for us as a as a as a husband and wife, and so the first one is the word accommodating. That's that's the stuffer. That's the person that.
3: So this is a model taken from Thomas, from Thomas Kilman. I just don't want to yes. claim it as our mm-hmm. own. But some Correct. let's look at five different kinds. So the accommodator.
1: So mm-hmm. accommodators, you want to speak into that one?
3: Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's just easier. Yeah sometimes it, it in the moment it feels easier just mm-hmm. don't respond but but then sometimes when you know when you're walking with the lord there's this conversation that you have with yourself cuz you want to respond in the spirit you don't want to respond in the flesh mm-hmm. and so sometimes it's like oh, is that me or mm-hmm. is the spirit leading me to say this right so yeah. like even though us stuffers can be quiet that does not mean our mind is quiet right <laughs> true. you know there's a lot going on mm-hmm. um and you just You've learned that maybe, maybe through experience that once it comes out, you can't ravel it back That's in, right. you know, like that whole toothpaste, toothpaste on the, on the plate, like once it goes out. And so there's this tendency to lean to, I just rather it not go out than it go out and be wrong. Mm-hmm.
0: Th-
2: mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. so, now, I know one of the things that you have said also, Suze, is there's a, there's also a process of praying through, does this even need to be talked mm-hmm. about? Or is that just my flesh wanting to get something off my chest? versus God wants me to speak into this as well. So there's a process. And so for people that are not stuffers, we don't understand that side of it. So I think it's important for us to create runways for you guys to navigate through through your style.
2: That's good.
1: One area, practically speaking, where I've
0: seen people play this role of accommodator is when they're married to a spouse that has a really strong personality. Uh, They're, they're, they're very forward. Uh, They can be very driven. And so there's a real positive side to that, but there's probably a a lot of baggage and a lot of hurt that there can sometimes be an overcompensation for. So all of a sudden this thing that could be strengths become shadows. Mm -hmm. And then if they're married to someone who's accommodating, then, then they never really They don't sharpen their spouse. They don't say anything. Mm -hmm. They just try to be the supportive spouse. And again, this is not gender specific. This could go either way. Mm -hmm. And we've all seen those couples where you're thinking, ooh, like their rough edges can certainly be softened a little bit, but their Mm -hmm. spouse never does it. And so you you actually sit back and you go, how is there not major conflict in... in (laughs) In that marriage, they, one accommodates, and
1: and and one, one accommodates, mm-hmm. and and well, and and that leads to the next one, which is avoiding. Mm-hmm. So, the accommodation leads you to, I just going to avoid this whole thing. So, you sweep things under the rug, mm-hmm. and we know that at some point, that avoider, mm-hmm. that stuffer, that sweeper under the rug is going to blow up.
0: And they think that the goal of intimacy is being met, but it's not. No, no. Because there's certainly a lack of spiritual intimacy. Mm-hmm. There's certainly a lack of emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. And as it relates to physical, physical intimacy is not reduced to just a box to check. But, but it's a true celebration of, of all that oneness represents in marriage. And so accommodating or avoiding, we're going to find a connection somewhere. And so the connection could be in the kids, the connection could be in a hobby, the connection could be just something where I'm gonna go ahead and satisfy this need that I have for connection uh, uh, all along, accommodating and avoiding Mm -hmm. what what we should be addressing in the marriage relationship. Mm
3: -hmm. I think we also determined that avoiding is not necessarily only sweeping it under the rug. That's part of it, but you can engage and still avoid. Mm-hmm. You just engage in things that mm-hmm. maybe were not on the table, but it's easy for you to go to. Like you're, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. get into some of the other ones, but um, you can, just because you're not quiet doesn't mean you're not an avoider.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're coming down on our time, so we just want to touch on a few things real quick as we close out. Um, then there's the other one is the compromisers, mm-hmm. where we are just going to compromise the whole time. But we talk about that in our study of the 50-50. We talk about that, like, at what point does one compromise more than the other? Mm-hmm. And then your flesh gets in the way and then you are going to deal with it because you feel like you're getting the short end of the stick, right? Yeah. So you you're, you're taking score. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you have a, a live and let live. You do your thing, I'll do mine. And again, you don't experience true intimacy.
1: Right. No. No. It's, it's really separating you and rather than bringing you together. And then I think that this next one is probably where most people live. It's the competing. Mm-hmm. My way is the best way. Yours is not.
3: <laughs> I think you say most people because it's you. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs>
0: I'm just trying just to make justify yourself it. feel better. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: most people like, are like me.
0: <laughs> I do think that there is a proper way to load the dishwasher. but Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You
2: know what? I'll take any way you got. Whatever. Listen, if you're going to load the dishwasher. Way, the proper
1: way is let Susie do let it. Let
3: me do it. <laughs> oh, Susie. No, no, no. I d- That is one of the tasks I enjoy, so I don't I don't you resent do? that.
0: I do. Oh, my goodness. When all the knives and all the forks and all the spoons are not in their <laughs> proper sections, it's like, why? Why are <laughs> we going to work triple here?
2: Hey, okay.
0: you can take that. Okay. Yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> Have you seen the reel where the guy is loading, or or the female, could be either way, (laughs) but they're loading the dishwasher and they have a tape measure, like, where they're putting the plates, and then you have the other one, (laughs) just
1: dump the whole thing in there. Oh, Oh, man, but So as you were saying,
0: yeah, most
1: couples probably compete. (laughs) So, you know, I'm on par. (laughs) (laughs) most most couples but it's unable to overlook anything it's this thought of my way is the right way yours is not right this is the only way that can be done and so there's that competing style and so and the last one is the one where we think it should be at you know Mm -hmm. it's the collaborating
3: before we before Uh we get to collaborating can i just say that a computer and an accommodator that leads to can lead to great conflict Mm-hmm. Because the pe- the computer is like it's my way, and the accommodator is like, okay, it's your way, and so mm-hmm. that can that can uh, yeah,
1: hypothetically speaking, that can <laughs> cause,
3: that can cause a lot of disagreements.
1: Oh, yeah. oh yeah. you're an accommodator. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I we said it at counselors. the beginning.
2: I said I'm a stuffer. <laughs> Not when we pick a lunch place. That's <laughs> the no. only time The she she that,
3: the the. <laughs> I have gotten better.
1: <laughs> no.
3: Okay. Kidding. So final. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to say that because you're you're a computer. Yes. I'm
1: an accommodator. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. So.
1: And we've been married 29 years. We
3: have been, and you learn like like. You like, learn. I think you can read stuff like this and then learn about yourself and Absolutely. where you need to make sure that you are leaning into the Holy Spirit to because you don't have a natural bent mm-hmm. to do certain things. Mm-hmm. I, I think there are some things that we naturally gravitate towards in Scripture that are just not, not a challenge for us. Mm-hmm. But then there are some things that are a real challenge that require a more leaning into. You don't get a pass because it's your personality style or your mm-hmm. communication style or your, you know, anyagram. It's like, no, that's simply highlights where you need
0: to lean into the Lord more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really good. Irena, you need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so go back and hit like the 10 second thing on your podcast and
1: listen to that again. So, but I am here hearing this and I, and I completely agree because it goes back to James chapter four. There is this hardening of our heart to have things mm-hmm. our way. Mm-hmm. And so whether you are a computer or you're an avoider, you're doing it your way on how how you want to deal with the situation. And it's not really gonna come out into a healthy place until we start to look at it and we talk about fight fair. Mm -hmm. Like have fair arguments because they're going to come to Mm -hmm. where you can come together, let's work together within our styles, give each other a runway so that we can express ourselves within those veins Mm -hmm. so that it's not being met with resistance but yet being met with, I really wanna hear your heart because I want to move to this, which is collaboration, which is intimacy in all these areas, so that we can be producing what God wants us to do, which okay. is to reflect His image and, and the other things that we talk about within, within the purposes that the purpose that God has for our marriage. And so um, that though th- this is conversation because I still think that we can go even deeper on that. Like how do you deal with a person that is a computer? Like, I think one of the things that you've done really good at, because you used to come at me with like a challenge, which what's a computer going to do? I'm going to come right back and challenge that to where now I think that you're, you're more like, Hey, can we have a conversation? There's something I want to share with you rather than just coming at me with it. And then that, this is good. Can you elaborate more? on? I was just going
2: to say, yeah, this is an example. You know, it's,
1: it's about, you know, who's going to cook tonight and who's going to do the dishes afterwards. That's it. You know? And that's usually. never a discussion
2: <laughs> oh man I was gonna say that's, that's not, not a discussion <laughs> right. I, I <laughs> that's hey, as bad hey, as,
1: that's hey, as
0: bad what? as bad it's, as bad I as think we're over time <laughs> <laughs> I think so
3: be a collaborator be a collaborator so you can have productive conflict that leads to intimacy that's right like that's the goal and it takes time and it, and it takes an effort and a willingness to change mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, ne- you can never you'll never get past that in your marriage mm-hmm. you'll never get past the need to change
1: Man. Well, and so to close it going back to james 4 mm-hmm. the bible says a few verses later it says humble yourselves before the lord resist the devil and he will flee And so it comes down to each of us humbling ourselves before the Lord rather than doing what Adam and Eve did and point the finger at each other and says, it's their fault. It's their fault. Why aren't they? Let's fix them. Instead, let's say, I'm going to humble myself before the Lord. Let's resist the devil. So he flees and it creates an environment where we can have good, intimate conversations Mm -hmm. to honor God.
0: And we really hope that at the end, you could legitimately say, we know that because of our time with the Lord, Mm. we're a better person. Uh, But that we can say that as it relates to our marriage. Uh, I'm a better person because of the conversations that I get to have with Tammy. The amazing thing is the ripple effect that that has. Mm. Is that as you begin to do that in your home, you begin to do that with friendships. You begin to do that outside the home. And so your entire demeanor changes because of the posture of your heart, mm-hmm. and you're cultivating this skill mm-hmm. of communication, that's very evident. Because you are exemplifying the fruit of the spirit. Mm.
1: Man, great conversation, guys. Our time is up, but join us next week. We'll tackle some more uh, topics on the good, the bad, and the ugly of marriage. And <laughs> hopefully, we are not. What did I, say? did I say it wrong?
0: Well, let's I go. Right, let's go. Remember to check out the blog. <laughs> Uh, a lot of what we talked about today you'll find uh, in our blog post From Conflict to Intimacy uh, as well as uh, a blog that's released every Friday. So check us out online there and uh, share the podcast. Uh, hopefully you listen to it with your spouse, uh, but share it with a friend. And, yeah.
1: uh, but don't share it with your spouse and say you need to listen, listen to this one. This is all about you. Don't do don't that. that. Unless <laughs> you're a computer. Just don't say it. You can share it. <laughs> Catch you at the next one.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website, christianfamilylife.com. There, you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all of our social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.